0: Yo, today's QOD is Be Like Water. Here we go. Show I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Dr. Tom Morris on the show today, and he's going to reveal the number one cause of failure, which is inconsistency. You know, at the end of yesterday's episode, I talked about some of the traits of highly successful people. They're visionaries, they're action takers, they're decisive people, they're intuitive, and they're also consistent Think about all the people who you love online, the people who you follow on social media, people whose podcast you listen to. They're really consistent. You can expect them to be there almost every day for you. So if you're trying to grow your own business, are you being that? And if not, what's getting in your way? So Tom Morris today is going to break down three causes of persistent inconsistency. Tom Morris, coming up.
1: Little things add up, which is why our next condition for success says in little things as well as in big things, we need a stubborn consistency in pursuing our vision. We need a determined persistence. Look at the word consistency. It comes from two Latin root words. A verb, stare steti, that means to stand, and a particle, con, that actually means together. To stand together. Consistency is about standing together. Do my actions stand together with my words? Do my emotions and reactions stand together with my deepest beliefs and values? Do do the people in my office stand together? Do the members of my family stand together, or are we pulling apart? Consistency is always about standing together. I, I, I did a study of failure a few years ago. Why do so many small businesses fail? Why do so many mergers and acquisitions fail to have the results they were promised to have? Why do so many people feel like failures in the richest society in the history of the world with more good advice available than ever before? I learned something that surprised me. The number one cause of failure in our time, in our society, is self-imposed self-sabotage. People acting inconsistently with their own goals and values. Well, why would anybody act inconsistently with their own goals and values? Fear? temptation, laziness, distraction, diversion, confusion. There's so many causes. No wonder inconsistency is such a problem in human life. You want to do one thing and you find yourself doing the opposite. Now, I got a call from a big service organization one day. I mean, most of the times, if, if you and I, if we do something inconsistent in our lives or careers, we fall down, we trip and fall, we pick ourselves back up and get back onto the path. This company calling me, a top executive, said, Tom, we've got a problem we need your help with. I said, what's the problem? Persistent inconsistency, she said. I said, well, I've never heard of that one before. Give me, tell me what you're talking about. She said, Tom, we got vice presidents at war with each other. we got managers undermining each other. we got, we got uh, 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 people acting inconsistently with our mission statement, our values policy, our strategic goals. we got so much inconsistency around here We're going to come apart. This company is going to go under unless we can do something to turn it around real quick. But we know we can't deal with it until we can understand what's keeping it going. Would you figure this out for us? I didn't know of any great philosopher who had ever commented on this particular phenomenon, so I had to use my secret weapon as a philosopher to solve the problem. I had to stare out the window for three days, and I came up with the answer. There are only three possible causes of persistent inconsistency. And you've seen this at work in people's lives. Number one, the most common, ignorance. People continue to act in an inconsistent way because they don't understand what they're doing. They haven't thought through the consequences of their behavior. They're rushing toward the edge of a cliff, and they're not slowing down because they don't see it coming. That's the number one cause of persistent inconsistency in our time. Socrates hammered on that all the time. Uh, but that wasn't their problem. They knew what was going on. They sincerely told me everybody in the organization was worried about it. They knew, what was, they knew what was happening. So what else could it be? Well, the second most common cause is indifference. You know, did ultimately, deep down, did they not care? I, 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 I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you something real quick. When I, when I was at Notre Dame, eight summers of my time there, I directed seminars for the National Endowment for the Humanities. 15 of the best school teachers in America would come and live together for a month from all over the U.S. You know, Illinois Teacher of the Year, South Carolina Teacher of the Year, these great teachers. And I was their philosopher the whole time. They were We were doing a seminar together reading a, a 17th century scientist and mathematician philosopher, Blaise Pascal. Uh, it was an amazing time. They would tell me stories from the classrooms of America that would just knock me out. One seventh grade teacher told me about a seventh grade class of, ruly, uh, of unruly underachievers, kids who Who were misbehaving kids who weren't working up to their potential it was going on day after day the teacher finally got sick of it one day came into the classroom and wrote those two words on the board she called on the ringleader Bob what's the difference between ignorance and indifference and Bob actually said I don't know what I don't care (laughs) absolutely right Bob she said see what you can do when you set your mind to it any teacher can deal with ignorance. We provide information. It's indifference that's so much harder to reach. Did these people not care? Were they really indifferent? They were so worried. They were calling me the philosopher to help them. There was anxiety throughout the organization, so they weren't indifferent. What could it be? The third possible diagnosis nailed it for these people. Once they understood it, they could overcome it but they couldn't defeat it until they could identify it. In their case, it was inertia. In physics, the law that an object at rest tends to stay at rest, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. In human life, the weight of habit. We're stuck in a rut and we can't get out. Stuck on top of hill A. You know, it's, it's amazing to me. How many habits do you and I have? I'm getting dressed in the morning, I put on my left sock, left shoe, right sock, right shoe, in that order. When I noticed I was doing this every day, I said, why am I doing this? There was no reason. I had a habit. If you go to cross a two-way street anywhere in America, you will look first left for oncoming traffic, and then you will look right. 96 times out of 100 or 97 times out of 100. There have been government studies on this and everything because of the rules of the road, traffic approaches from your left on two-way streets. But an ethics professor came into my office fresh back from his first Trip to London. Can you see what's coming here? He couldn't because he looked the wrong way. Tom almost got killed my first day in England. David, was it like a terrorist thing or something? No, no, no. I went across the street outside my hotel. I looked left for traffic. Nothing was coming. As I stepped off the curb, a bus almost took my head off. I said, David, thank you for capturing for me the human condition. He said, What? I said, A behavior that was healthy for you to have in one set of circumstances. As soon as circumstances changed sufficiently, that very behavior became self-destructive. That is an image of the human condition in times of change. What worked for the past five years may not work in the coming year. What worked for the last, you know, 10 years might be self-destructive in the next 18 months. We have to change with changing times to remain true, to remain consistent with our highest goals and our deepest values. The Chinese have a great image for this. Be like water. When water comes across an obstacle, what does it do? It goes over it, goes around it, goes under it. And what's stronger, water or stone? Well, stone is massive. Stone is heavy and hard. Water is liquid. Dripping water can defeat a stone. The Chinese say, be like water. Whatever the situation demands to remain true to your highest calling, to your deepest values, that is what consistency is all about. It's not all about blindly repetitive behavior, always doing things the same way. Sometimes it's about getting off Hill A and climbing Hill B.
0: That was Dr. Tom Morris. His website is TomVMorris.com. You can watch today's entire talk on the YouTube. It is called Tom Morris on True success. Hey, follow me on the Instagram at Sean Croxon and go to my website, SeanCroxon.com and pick up my free ebook. It's brand new. It's called The Course Cure. Five invisible reasons why high ticket internet marketing courses aren't helping you build or grow your online business. I'm out. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.